Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. And today I'm very, very happy to be having a conversation with somebody who I've known for a long time, since the very beginning of their career. Lil Wop is in the building. Yo, what up? How you doing? I'm doing good, bro. It's crazy because, okay, let me just lay out the history. You came to the no, the On Some Shit store back in 2017 and with Trippy, and I interviewed you guys together at that time. Yeah. And then I was actually there when you shot your Lyrical Lemonade video hanging out, just watching that go down. For sure he was. And, yeah, so I feel like I had, like, a pretty interesting perspective on, like, the very beginning of your career, so. You no, know. you definitely did have, like, a, a, yeah. big, a big perspective on the beginning of my career, starting off. Yeah. We always come to the shop and, like, hang out and stuff like that, you know, chill, have fun, you know. Good old days. Yeah, studio sessions, Famous Days, yep. Risky Kids All right. Shit. Yeah. You, Famous Dex, Rich the Kid, and Trippy, I saw y'all make a song together that never came out. Yeah. And I remember being blown away because you were doing your vocals, and you're on the other side of the room, and we're all talking, smoking, people being loud and shit, and you're over there just doing a... Like, you were fucking... You, you were barely making noise. Like, I could barely hear you, but then they just turned it up like crazy, and they made it sound good as fuck. And I never knew that rappers were able to, like, speak so quietly and have it sound that good on a track before that. For sure. I don't know. <clears throat> wow. Um, okay. Can we just like go back to the beginning? Let's talk a little bit about exactly what your your upbringing was like before we get into the, the your career and everything. Um, as far as my upbringing, um, I was raised in Chicago, and then I moved to Atlanta. But while in Chicago, I was um, like during like the beginning, like far as when I was like younger, like real young. Yeah. I grew up in the Ickies. If you're from Chicago, then you know what the Ickies is. It's like a project, uh-huh. a project building, like, like not. I won't say close to downtown, but it's not too far from downtown. I'm trying to get people an idea. Okay, it's like not too far from downtown. So I grew up there. Um, single mom. My dad he got locked up when I was about. Um, oh. I wasn't even old enough to talk for real. I was like two or one, okay. two or one. And after that, we stayed there for about five years. Um, then I moved to 71st in Ashland, in Chicago. 71st in Ashland, it's Inglewood, Inglewood area, mm-hmm. around that area. And that's where I was raised, basically. Right, and you were there until, when? what age did you move to Atlanta? Um, I moved to Atlanta, I'll say, s- 
seventeen, I want to say. Oh, okay. So you get you got a, a real taste of what it was like to be a Chicago kid. Oh yeah, for sure, bro. Was was like, it crazy? Was it like the shit that we think about being reflective of a Chicago upbringing now? I mean, you a BD or a GD? I'm not neither for it. <laughs> I'm not neither for it. Uh, nah, not neither. But um, yeah, it was cool. It was cool growing up. It was it was cool. You know, it was like any other any other state. You know, everybody got like the good areas. They got like the bad areas. You know, right? It was like any other state. But this is like post drill. So this is like Chief Keith already out and everything, right? Yeah, Keith was for sure out then for sure. Right? <laughs> was he a big influence on you wanting to rap and shit? Um, yeah, he definitely he definitely impacted. Me. Yeah. For sure. So sure. Wh- wh- why'd you move to Atlanta? Why did I move to Atlanta? Um, I don't really know. It wasn't really like a specific reason. It was just like my brother, he moved to Atlanta. So I'm like, shit, I want to move to Atlanta too because I've been in Chicago like my whole life and shit. So I know everything about Chicago. You feel mm-hmm. me? Like, And before I even left Chicago, I already had a big name in Chicago. Before I even left, I was like famous. But not for Chicago. rapping? Not for rapping. I like started like, a group and a it gang. was crazy. No, I'm gonna say a group. <laughs> it was crazy. This was our hands on right here. Okay. I've seen some people doing that over the years. Yeah, that never, was our, never really yeah, know what it Since meant. I was young, like at a young age, I'm talking about I'm like eleven years old doing this type of shit. Like But you were getting into trouble? Would it be no, safe I to say? I wouldn't necessarily say I was getting into trouble. I was very popular. Hmm. But like sometimes it'd be so much like, I like say, let's go here. We go to a mall, and then everybody coming there would be like a riot. It'd, it'd be like kind of crazy because there's so many kids, but but right. it wasn't intentionally done. But it's like, you know, it's like so many people, you know, when there's so many people in, together, you know, it, stuff can tend to get hectic. You feel me? Right. So sometimes it was like some hectic situations. So, but at that time in your life, were you thinking about rapping or were you thinking about what you were going to do with the rest of your life? I actually was rapping. Oh, I actually, okay. I actually was rapping. Um, back, was I rapping? I actually, I actually dropped just dropped a song. I dropped one song, and just to see, cause I had a name, so I'm like, let me drop a song, let me record and see how they, how they, you know, vibe with it. So I did that, and they actually they vibe with it for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I had all like the the females, the um, the young, the guys, like everybody was rocking with it for real, like. Full circle for real. So how did Atlanta change your musical trajectory? Atlanta, man. Atlanta just different. Atlanta different. Like, I've been like a fan of hip-hop, rap, like music in general. I'm a fan of hip-hop, rap, music. So when I went out there and I just seen how stuff work, I'm like, yo, it's crazy. It's like, it's like a dream come true for me, especially mm. coming from Chicago. Like, you know, where it's crazy. But, you know, just coming there, I'm like, yeah, this... This yeah, this it. There's a lot of industry. There's a lot of labels, producers, yeah. studios. Yeah, Whereas in sure. Chicago, it's got to feel a little bit sparse in comparison. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So what what do you actually do? You start taking the music shit more seriously in Atlanta, and who do you end up tapping in with that you actually build relationships with? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, ta- I started taking it seriously in Atlanta. Um, I tapped in with um, in Atlanta when I first came there. First person I tapped in with was Man Man Savage. Mm. Yeah, that was the Shout first person I've, I met when I went to the A. Good guy. And it's crazy because he was with Ruby Rose also. Really? So I met Ruby too, so I was just there. I met her way before she was famous too. That's crazy, bro. Yeah. I was just chilling, like vibing. Like, you know, I'm like a quiet dude. I don't really do too much or really, you feel me, unless somebody talk to me or something like that. Mm-hmm. I just be chilling for real. But 
It was just cool. We was in there vibing, watching Man Man record, just seeing how everything works, seeing how the producer do his thing and the engineers. Like it was cool to see. I'm like, yeah, this shit, this shit dope for real. Were you rapping back then, like the way you we came to know of you rapping? No, I wasn't rapping back then. Like, no. Oh, you weren't really rapping that much. Back then, I was just basically like just seeing how everything was. I was just on the scene for real. Like, I was just like everywhere. I wasn't even rapping for real. I miss those days yeah. when it wasn't about making money. You just wanted to be around cool shit exactly. and, and like exactly. be around people who are doing dope exactly. shit. You're so young. You're just happy to be around it. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. So that's real. Yeah. So okay, who do you, who do you start? Like, what what has to happen after that? Because like I I came to know you know of you years later once you and Trippy started coming around and stuff. But what else were you doing in Atlanta to, so, over those years? I say after that. Um, after that, I had. Went to whose show did I go to? I think it was Twenty One Savage show, mm. and I was with Memes, Memes, because I I met Twenty One too through Memes. He introduced us like when I first came to the A. I wasn't even like you feel me. I wasn't even like I was just me. And this is like Twenty Fifteen Twenty One type shit. Yeah. So it's like real early. Yeah. Yeah, for real. This one like he was running. He had like a Chrysler, <laughs> like a Chrysler, like a Chrysler Three Hundred type shit. Right. Like, yeah, and um, basically, shit, um, a producer was with Meme, and we had to get in the car with the producer. So I met the producer that day, and when I met him, he like, yo, you cool this here, bro? I like your vibe. Let's let's do something. Let's work, and let's put something together. And I'm like, shit, let's do it. And after that, um, we was just locked in. He was he went to a college. He played football. He went to, like, a college um, somewhere, I think, was it Albany? Albany, I think Albany York, State, yeah. he was playing football and stuff. So every day he would just come pull up on me, pull up on me and just make beats. You feel me? And we would just vibe like that, basically. Damn, that's dope. Yeah. So the music just kept getting better and better. And were you putting stuff out online at this time? Or when did you start to really get attention from people? Yeah, it kept getting better and better. Um, I think uh, I've been, when I start, I've been had like a, no, I didn't. So... I think I dropped my first mixtape in, I want to say 2016. Uh-huh. I dropped my first mixtape 2016. And honestly, uh, because Trippy came in the picture. Um, I'm trying to see when exactly did Trippy come in the picture. Yeah, he came in the picture with my, yeah, during the time I dropped my first mixtape. So Trippy, I met Trippy. So he DM'd me one day, like, yo, bro, your shit hard, bro, let's work. I'm like, shit, let's do it, you feel me? And he was, like, one of the first person to, like, reach out to me that I didn't know, like, far as, the, like, the artists in Atlanta. Like, I, I did songs with everybody, but I didn't, like, drug, like, drug, um... Drug, drug Rich Peso? Oh, yeah, hacked. Drug Rich right. Pe- Peso, yeah, Drug Rich Peso, um... And Rockstar Marco, just a couple people. I did a couple features with, um, coming up, and, um... Mm. Yeah, basically, um, after that, I met Trippy. I invited him to the studio. He came to the studio. Um, we um, we chill, we vibe. You feel me? Take a couple pictures and shit like that. And then while we was just vibing and shit, I'm like, he cool. Because like like where we from in Chicago, it's like we like real like... Territorial and you don't fuck with people? Yeah, exactly. And he was kind of like warm and open. Yeah, he was like, he was like, he was like one of us kind of because he was like, he approached me like, yeah, what's up, bitch? I'm like, what? 
Like in Chicago, we don't really play like the big yeah. word like that. So I'm like, what? Well, he kind of, he kind of throw it off a little bit. I, I, I like him. I rock with him for real. So it's like, yeah, and we just vibe about that. Like that does sound like trippy. What it up, do bitch? sound like trippy. <laughs> like he back just, band. <laughs> he just be himself. Like, yeah. Unapologetic himself, and I fuck with that. Like you feel me? Definitely. So you guys just became like really close friends right away, or how did that go? Yeah, basically right away. Um, shit, we went to the studio. I'm like, shit, you come back with me, bro. You come to my crib, like, and mind you, um, I'm living in a little, um, well, I'm actually with my homie. Mm-hmm. I'm staying with my homie in Atlanta. Um, his name QT. I was staying with him actually, and I'm like, shit, all of us was rapping. I'm like, come on, bro, come over here. You can just chill with us, cause he was like, like far away from the city, ducked off far away from the city. So I want to be a little closer so he can go to the studio, like, you know, just be more active, more mobile. So once once we got together, it was like we were just doing shit like daily, just studio every day, pictures every day, just doing shit for real and just, you know, having fun for real. Definitely. You know what picture I remember is the, what would it say? Like this is these are the SoundCloud, the end bosses of SoundCloud, yeah. and it was you six nine and Trippy, and you all had colorful camo pants on, right, and no shirts. Yeah, and it just was like the craziest looking photo at the time, and people who didn't even know who you guys were were just sharing it on Twitter over and yeah. over and over. It became like a huge meme. For sure, they said, "What you gonna do if you see these three yeah. sided fights? You throw a Zan or something like that." I'm like. <laughs> Wow, bro! Like they wilding for real. <laughs> wow, that's ridiculous. Yeah. What's your memory of that of uh, tapping in with Six Nine when you were with Trippy early on? Mm, my memory with that was shit. It was just cool. Like we were just chilling, vibing for real. And um, shit, I was there when they did their first song that they had dropped together. Um, what was it called? I forget. When they're out in the Total desert. Pose. Oh yeah, yeah poles, I was there when they. Poles. Total be opposed. I was there when they had um, recorded that and shit. And it was like, shit was cool. It was a cool atmosphere. I was there. A lot of people was there with me. A lot of other artists. Mm-hmm. And shit, we was just kicking it for real and just chilling. Yeah. that was. But you never did music with 6ix9ine? Yeah, I got a song with 6ix9ine. What, what's it called? It's called Slumped Up. Oh, it's fuck. Slump. It never dropped. Oh, it never really? Dropped. Okay. It never dropped. I gotta go find that. The crazy, yeah, it's crazy. It never dropped, yeah. Damn, that's crazy. So, how'd you guys end up coming to LA and being on a jumper together? What's your memory of that? Who, man, trip? Yeah. Damn. I must have flew out here. Well, man, man, I flew out. It was my first time. Was that my first time in LA when I flew out there? Nah, I think that was my. Okay, that was my second time I had came out here. My second time I came out here, I was with man, man, and I had pulled up on a trip to his Airbnb and shit like that. And shit, we just smoking, chilling and shit. And I think one day he's like, I got an interview. Um, you wanna some shit. I'm no, you 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 actually DM me on Twitter about the interview. Right. I think I had been hitting you up and then it was kind of a surprise to me, like, oh, they're gonna be on the same interview. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that was happening. No, you um had DM me and I was with Trip already at the time, type of shit. I'm like, Yeah, shit, let's do it. I'm with Trip without them and you like, All right, cool, we supposed to do something anyway. Together, so I'm like, all right, bet. And I remember when Trippy pulled up that day that for coincidental reasons, there just happened to be like 20 crips in the back of the fucking the the little outdoor Word. space. I remember that. And I just remember that Trippy, like, I don't think he was acting super crazy, but he was doing like a little bit of his blood shit, like when he was like shaking hands or whatever. Like they they could tell that he was talking some blood shit. 
and it didn't turn into anything. But I remember for a moment just thinking like, oh, I hope this is not going to be an yeah, issue. Yeah, because the next time we had saw you that day, you I mean, the next time we saw you, I think it was like a few days later, you brought it up like, yeah, you had brought that situation up. Yeah, because the dude who was kind of like the OG at that time, like the older dude who was handling shit, I remember him being like, yeah, you know, like we 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 know people that know him. It's all good. Like, rah, rah, rah. I'm like, I, I, I was so brand new to thinking like, oh, people are going to come around me and they're going to have problems with each other off of some shit that I don't know anything about. Yeah, they And they're did. from totally that different parts the of the country. It That's didn't turn true. into anything, but it could have. Yeah, they knew each other. That was like the the like the end result of it. They, they actually it was like him, him him knowing him actually. Yeah. It was like a misunderstanding type shit. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, okay. Uh around that time though, you had, had you already signed to Gucci or how uh, at what point did that happen? Around on what? Cuz you did that interview probably in 2017. Yeah. When I I was I wasn't signed to Gucci then. I oh. signed to Gucci probably like Three months afterwards. Okay. Like three months afterwards, I probably I signed the Gucci afterwards. Okay. And how did that conversation start taking place? Um basically, um, he had called me one day. He was like, Yo, um, what's your fire? And shit, I wanna um I wanna work with you, do something with you, you know? I'm like, All right, shit, cool. Let's um let's put something together and shit. We on the phone, I actually recorded the conversation. Really? And I'm like, Yeah, shit, um, Let's let's do it. I'm like shit. This is like one of my dreams come true. It's like I got the whole. I had recorded the whole entire conversation. It's like my first phone call ever speaking with Gucci Man. You recorded it just to be able to prove that it happened. Not like you were planning on exposing it or anything. I mean, both. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's Gucci Man. Like the world got to see Lil Wap talk to Gucci Man. Like why yeah. wouldn't I want the world to see that? And you were already Lil Wap at the time. Yeah. You already had the ice cream cone. Yeah, I had the ice cream cone. So you were already fully like you grew up listening to Gucci and loving his shit. Yeah, of course. I was already him. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. But was that? Did you get the idea that he was hyped to sign somebody who was such a fan of him, or were you trying to like be a little bit more low key about it? Mm, Low key. What you mean when you say low key? Like I don't know, maybe not wanting to seem fanned out or whatever. I mean, I don't give a fuck, bro. I'm a fan of hip hop, bro. Yeah. I'm a fan of the game, bro. It's like I grew up li- watching these people. Like they was with me in my living room, bro. Mm-hmm. It's like it ain't no way I cannot. You feel me? Like, yeah, pride and all that shit matter. But at the end of the day, like, like I grew up watching y'all. Like as a kid, like y'all basically kind of raised me, if you want to say. Like I was kind of raised because like I watched it tuned in every day. I didn't like I'm coming home from school. I'm going straight to like internet, watching videos, watching music, like and. It was a selective few. There's a, a certain number of rappers, whether it's 50 or Cameron or like, I'm just, I, I would never be able to really be like my normal self around them. Even if I was around them all the time, because I just, I grew up on their shit too much that they're always going to be kind of like superheroes to me in a way. Although like, I don't know, because like once I meet them, it does kind of feel like it kind of takes away some of that. And it feels a lot more normal between you once you actually get to know each other as human beings. For me, actually, bro, it was like, just like, Damn, bro, like, <laughs> there's Batman, I'm Robin, mm. like, type of shit, like, and that's how it was, like, I was still, it never changed for me, mm-hmm. it never changed, like, I was still, like, a super fan, bro, like, it never changed, like, yeah, I'm me, I'm cool, I'm I'm rapping now, I'm, I got fans now, but what the fuck that mean, like, right. like, I still gonna show my gratitude towards this man, cause, like, that's who I looked up to, and he embraced me, I 
at that too. So it's like, you know. Right. And so I remember like, it, cause it lasted a while. Cause even then I think in like 2018, we did a no jumper vlog that was like you, Hoodrich, Pablo, was Asian Doll there? Was Z Money there? I think it was like the whole Z Money Asian Doll. She wasn't. She wasn't. She there. wasn't there. Okay, she but but it was like the whole new ten seventeen, and we just filmed like a whole little thing in the back of the shop and everything, yeah. and that was kind of like, oh, okay, they they really got a squad right now, yeah. and and I, I remember you pulling up with a bunch of bitches, and you were just posted yeah. up. I was like, okay, wops in the game. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, some 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 cute young ladies. You know? For sure. What, when did things start to go bad with 1017? Because I recall that you were like the first person from all that, and maybe the first person I ever signed to Gucci that I ever saw who who kind of like publicly, you know, wigged out on him a little bit mm. and made it clear that you weren't fucking with stuff that was going on with the label. You said, what was the, when did it start? When yeah, did when did you guys start to have issues? Um, I wouldn't necessarily say it was issues. I would say misunderstandings. Because, you know, when you coming into the game, you don't really... I mean, I was a student of the game. I was educated and aware of how the game worked. But at the same time, it's like just coming into the game, it's like you got to just be patient. Mm. Be patient. You know, be open-minded, you know. Be able to put, your, put yourself in another person's shoes mm. and see their point of view from things. It's like... It just it's it's a lot with music. So if it's like if when you once you get into it, you really gotta like get into it, like like lock in, like lock into it, like devote everything to this music, and you know. Do you think that you were expected too much from him? Um, you can say that. I'm gonna say too much, but. I was expecting something, yeah. I could definitely imagine that, like, a but lot he's of, a business. He's a busy. He's a busy man. Right. Though. He got he's his a own really career. Busy man. He got all these other artists at the time. I think he was pushing the clothing line hard. He probably got all kinds of random shit going on. He, he got just a, got out of fucking jail. Exactly. Not too long ago, he got bro. a wife. All this exactly, stuff. Exactly, bro. And so you sign to somebody like this. I've seen this happen many times. I'm not saying this is exactly how it happened with you, but like an artist signs to another artist, and they figure like I'm gonna be under the wing like all the time, yeah. posted up every show. We're gonna be on stage, and then. In reality, they kind of like sign you, they give you a boost, but then it's kind of like on you to All figure right, it out from there, right? Out there and go work, right? And go make me proud because he feels like that's what he did. Exactly. He might have signed to a label, but then he fucking hit the road and he, grinded. He didn't feel like that's exactly what he did. Mm. How many mixtapes he got? He got hella mixtapes, right? Like, but Gucci catalog unlimited. Gucci could have never signed to another artist, in my opinion. He's too. I don't think he's got the personality for it. A rock wilder for real, bro. Like, <laughs> he'll fuck around, bite somebody in or some shit. Yeah. On some Mike Tyson shit. Right. Yeah, I don't think. Even back then, like, they, he was supposed to sign to BMF or some shit. Or they, they were thinking about it, and then they were like, nah, he's too much of a robber. Like, they, right. they couldn't fuck with him because he had such a reputation in the street, I guess, that he was uh, taking people's shit. Yeah. Which sounds, sounds appropriate. Anyway, so... I feel like you, but you dissed him publicly. Like you, you went on live or some shit and said something about him. And did the whole relationship just kind of end right then and there? Mm. Pretty, you can, I mean, shit, I don't want to say, you can pretty much say that for real. Because at that point, um, they had hit me up 
and like, yeah, you should have like did it a different way mm. and stuff like that. You could have went about it a different way and stuff like that. And then um, we got to a, to the agreement to where I was like, shit, just um, you know, get me out of the contract and stuff like that. And they they was like, cool, shit, like we'll let you go if that's what you want and shit. They did that shit within like a couple weeks like they right. was, it was like they was cool about it they didn't give me like no tough time or nothing like that they was like shit if this is what you want to do you want to go experience something different you know and go weigh your options and see you know if you got to get a better fit of what we had going on here at this camp shit that's cool they even said they'd help me get a um a, another another um record deal type of shit right if i wanted because I feel like it's a, it's a normal thing for a rapper to kind of go off on their label and say, man, fuck Republic, fuck Atlantic, Universal, whatever the fuck they're signed to. But then, and, and the label, like, they might get mad about it or whatever, but they'll kind of rock with it because at the end of the day, it's all about money. But I feel like with Gucci, when, when it became public, it was just for him, that's just, no, I'm not doing this. Like, he doesn't move like that. Because you never seen Gucci beefing with his affiliates like that. Like, within, like when he starts beefing with somebody, it's basically like the relationship's over, typically, from what I've seen. I mean, I, I don't really know because we ain't really talk. So we, we I can't really say that the relationship over because we didn't really, you feel me? But basically what you saying, like how you saying it, I mean, I can understand what you saying, though. Mm. But just as a, like, verbal Verbally, I didn't hear, like, yeah, we not, like, you feel me? Like, you not verbally. Right. But you, you guys never communicated after that? Mm, I think I DM'd him, like, shit. <laughs> I think I DM'd him with some shit, like, yeah, I mean, I forgot exactly what I said. I actually can go look. I think I DM'd him, though, and I was like... Just on some chill shit, because I'm like, I'm grown at the end of the day, and like, shit. And he responded and shit? No, he didn't respond. It's oh, Gucci. Okay. He ain't gonna respond. <laughs> shit, he ain't, I ain't expect him to respond. But shit, you hit man. him up on some, just trying just, to I'm just, a, cool. I'm just a different type of guy, bro. <laughs> like, if you like, you feel me? If you got a chance to hang around me, you'll understand exactly what I'm saying. But like, I'm just a different type of guy, bro. It's like, it's just like, once I fuck with someone, bro, like, I'll fuck with him. Like, it's just me, bro. It's like once I fuck with you, you like tied in for life. Even if you do like some some flower shit, I mean I can distance myself for real, but I'ma always love you for real. Like, cause mm -hmm. like shit, we had something going on. Like, you feel me? Like, it's just I'm just different when it comes to certain shit. Yeah. And with him though, it's like he's been in the game so long that I feel like at a certain point, in terms of artists and shit, it just kind of becomes business and he sees it. For what it is you know he doesn't get yeah. super emotionally involved with the artist he signs if it doesn't work out it doesn't seem like he's really tripping about it like that but he's also probably not gonna try to maintain the friendship or whatever either yeah for sure right for sure it's gucci you know how everybody know how gucci is so you caught a case with trippy soon after this right like around this time period how did this all go in ohio i believe mm, not in ohio it was, was in atlanta actually in atlanta yeah what happened in that whole situation um it was just, it was just like some petty. It was really petty for real. It wasn't really like no, just on some honey shit. Like it was like really some petty shit. Like it wasn't really like it was like a family. It was like a robbery, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. A, it wasn't a robbery. I wouldn't say it was a robbery. I would just say it was like a, um, like an issue. 
And shit, we just end up getting locked up and shit. I wish I had actually like researched exactly what happened so I could press you about this right now, but <laughs> it's been a while. Man, it was just a crazy day. That day was just crazy, bro. Was it a drug-related thing? Because <coughs> you were loaded back then. Let's just call it spade a spade. You was fucking with the Zans, heavy from what I recall. Um, I was fucking with it. It was like, it was some, it was some little shit. It was like, it wasn't really a big issue. It was like some, um, some little shit for real, for real. Okay. So you, when you look back at that time period in your life, though, were you just too loaded? Like, would you think the drugs were having a real negative impact on certain things? Um, I wouldn't necessarily say that because I'm very, like, aware of every my, my surroundings like even if I'm on drugs and no matter what but I'm not gonna sit here and say like drugs don't affect you like cause that shit do affect you right like down like it, it affects you when you coming down off this shit when you like it's like it's crazy you feel me but I wouldn't say it really like affected me like had like a big big toll on me but I wasn't like fully like I, I can say I wasn't really like fully myself though Right. Oh, so you guys got in a fight with, you and Trippy got in a fight with a rapper that y'all were hanging out with? Yeah, basically. <laughs> I'm seeing the TMZ article basically, right now. Basically, Adam's on play. <laughs> TMZ reports that both Red and WAP were arrested on two with an additional charge for Red for simple battery. So that was just a brawl? Yeah. No basically. shots went off or nothing? No, no, no. no oh, okay. No, it's yeah, it's not that crazy. Um. Okay. But yeah, so like, at that time, though, would you say that you had, like, a massive problem with drugs or was it, like, a, a small problem? Mm, I wouldn't say a massive because I'm, like, like, I ain't no, no, like, no junkie or nothing like that. So I wouldn't say massive because I know how to, like, you know, I know when it's, like, all right, like, bro, you tr you tripping for real. Mm -hmm. It wasn't never to that point where, like, all right, you tripping for real. It was just, like, you know, doing drugs, just some rock star shit. You just, like, just coming up and just... On some rock star shit. Well, that was the Zan era. Everybody was getting down at that time. You know, but I've been like when before that I was been doing that shit in Chicago. Right. Like you know, we was doing like in Chicago. You know what be going on for real? Like motherfuckers be going through going through a lot of shit. It be a lot of shit going on out there. Like motherfuckers was getting actually getting killed and shit off Zans. Because mm -hmm. they was taking them so much, they'd just be not on their shit for real. And you know. Yeah, it feels like everybody got scared straight. Not everybody, but a lot of people. Yeah, not everybody. It became a lot less trendy. Yeah, it did. It did. I remember dudes coming through the store and telling me, like, oh, I was at a Xanax party last night. I'm like, what the, what's that like? He's like, about 50 people in a fucking house, and every single one of them was off Zans. I'm like, that sounds terrifying. That's crazy. That's too many people. I want to see I want to see what that was like for real. <laughs> me too. Probably would I want to see, sad. like, a video or some shit, like, how the fuck the vibe was in there. That sounds crazy. Till somebody gets mad. Till somebody's like, what 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 happened when everybody just started falling asleep in that bitch? I know, man. This doesn't sound sounds like a, a legal affair. Um, okay, but so oh, <laughs> after after that though, like how how did your career sort of keep going after the uh the the Gucci split and everything? Because it kind of felt like we we stopped hearing about you too much around that time period. I mean, um, it kept going good. Like I even met with um a couple of people from his um 
It, it went good for real. I met with people from his camp. They told me like, yeah, it's everything all good. Even though you ain't win the situation you in, you know, we still fuck with you and shit like that. ATL Snake, shout out to Snake. He um brought me to the studio and he was just telling me like, shit, everything, everything, everything. And shit, we gonna make sure everything cool. And I'm like, all right, cool and shit like that. And so that just basically gave me like, a boost, like, all right, shit, you still got this shit for real, bro. Like, you know, you still can keep going, and I just kept going. Mm-hmm. But through like 2019 and 2020, you were you were making, you're still continuing to make good music or uh, money off your music and stuff. Like, is the yeah, streaming shit still decent? Bro. I was dropping all my shit like myself, and I was getting all my funds myself type shit. So it was like, I was happy. Right. I was happy with my situation when I was in that situation too, but. Just the, I was just happy that I got the, I'm a learner. I like learning. I like being educated. I was happy I got the, you know, actually put my hands in this shit and know what's actually what's going on. I'm like, oh, shit, like, I'm really intelligent for real. Like, I can do all this shit on my own, and I I just did it on my own for real. Right. <laughs> Definitely. Yo, but, all right, so then I remember, I think it was during the Super Bowl. So I'm like unusually tuned into Twitter during the Super Bowl, even though I don't really watch sports like that at this time, because we're, we're just watching this game and it's super intense, if I remember correctly. And then I see a tweet coming from Lil Wop that's basically just like, you rocking the belly shirt and just letting, I forget exactly what you announced at that time, but you were basically like making it clear. And we couldn't really tell if you were trolling or not at that time, because it was kind of out of left field. I didn't, yeah. I didn't see it coming, but you were basically making it clear that you get down. Why <laughs> you get down, Adam? You was hell, bro. Yeah, I get down for real, though. I do. I like what I like, man. What made you decide that you wanted to tell the world that you were bisexual or whatever? Like, what was it about that time period? How long had you been thinking about telling the world, et cetera? I mean, I just feel like I know there's people out there that's like me, but they just too afraid to say that shit. Mm. And then, you feel me? Because they think what people going to say, like what other people going to say or how they going to, you feel me? I just wanted to do it so I can let them know, like, shit, it don't matter. Like, shit, I, this is me. I'm happy with I, how I am. You mm-hmm. know how I am with myself. And y'all should be happy, too. Like, I was happy, honestly, because I, I, I have seen hip-hop, like, slowly getting more open-minded to people being, uh, you know, gay or bisexual or whatever. And to me, it's like, okay, we see McConan come out. But McConan, he's a certain type of dude. He's not some gangster-ass dude. So it's like, you know, maybe people weren't as surprised. But Lil Nas comes out. He's more like a pop artist, rapper, whatever. But I, I don't know if I'd ever seen somebody who was really like a street rapper and, you know, talking about street shit and their music come out and say it. And to me, I thought it was awesome just because, you know, I, I think it's important that people have role models that they can relate to. And if you're some kid from fucking O-Block, Chances are you can't think of anybody who who had come out during your lifetime that you could look at and be like, oh, okay, like people like me can come out like this too. Yeah. So I actually thought it was really important. Yeah, I thought it was too. It's like shit, be yourself and shit. People gonna like it. People not gonna like it. Shit. People gonna fuck with you. People not gonna fuck with you. Just you feel me? Fuck with who fuck with you, and you know, and that's that. Definitely. Sure. So, what? But what was the reaction from your fans? Because I could imagine that your fans are the types of people, or the people who even know who Lil Wop are, are not the most open-minded people on earth. I mean, because my fans, they they kind of, you know, they kind of crazy. I'm not gonna say crazy, but you know, they kind of like they hardcore. Yeah. I got hardcore ass fans. Like they not soft or 
they not like you know they like hardcore they like me for real that's why they listen to me because they like can relate to it like the hardcore shit like far as like you know so i feel like they some people some of the fans i, I mean was fucking with it but most of the fans most of the fans was fuck with it, let me say that and some wasn't mm-hmm. but the real fans are like we don't give a fuck like it's him like it's just music they like shit we see you out but shit we still want some music <laughs> i'll post a picture or some shit like mm. with like a femboy or some shit like that and they'd be like we want music though I, like we don't care how what what you doing while we still love you we just want music bro right and they like shit <laughs> at what age did you start to realize though that you were non-traditional and who you were attracted to i mean like i said i've always been like an open-minded person mm-hmm. and it just took for me to actually experience it i'm like you feel me i feel like it was an experience and i like i fuck with it i had to just experience it and you know i always like i always say like everybody like i feel like people on the earth is like art and everybody like unique in their own way like whether you a man, female, whatever the fuck, like you, 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 unique in your own way, cause you are a, a whole different individual. So you feel me? And you know, I just feel like, you know, the weird side of me, I embrace that a lot. Like, cause most people try to stray away from their weird side, but like I just embrace it. Like I just, you know, and I mean, it's yeah, it's bold to be yourself in that regard because it would be such an easy decision to just hide it from the world. That'd be, I think it's. I wouldn't say it's weird to hide it because, you know, it's so much shit going on. There's so much, you know, there's so many people that got inputs and certain shit. So it's like, you know, people going to be like, damn, if I say this or I do this, people not going to fuck with me. I'm going to seem soft. I'm going to seem like, no, bro, like, you can still be yourself. Like, at the end of the day, you know who you are as a person. Like, these people don't know you, bro. Like, they don't know what you do. They don't know what you go through. They don't know the life that you live. They don't even know what you show them, for real. So it's like, come on, bro. There's so much pressure in this culture to fit in. It is, bro. And I've never been the one to fit in, bro. I never wanted to fit in. Like, never. So I guess that's probably what's like, mm -hmm, I just never fit in. Like, I've always been, like, a quiet dude. Like, I never really, like, reached out to people. Like, I always, because... You know, I wasn't chasing nothing. I was just doing what I do. What I love to do is do music. I ain't, when I first came in, I wasn't like, shit, I'm finna go work with him so I can get some clout out of him. Mm. I wasn't thinking like that. Like, you know, most people think like that. I mean, but I'm like, shit, I'm not, I'm not on that type of time right now. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm just on some like, shit, whoever fuck on me generally. Cause that's just how I was, ra- I was like, when you was raised like this, it's kind of hard to break breaks a certain like that shit installed in me like loyalty it's like certain shit that just will always be installed into me mm. so it's like it like you know i'm like real i'm like a real and i'm a real disciplined person and i'm a routine person like i'm a very routine person so it's like routine meaning like you you do the same thing every day basically not say the same thing but basically I'm pretty close to that, you know, yeah. like I wake up the same time, work out, eat, go to sleep around the same time, watch watch an hour of YouTube before bed almost every day. You know, I'm like on a pretty s- solid routine. The older you get, the more it's likely that is, you know. For sure, bro. For sure. You you right on you on point. Bro. Yeah. When you're young, it's cool to be like doing something different, going to bed at a different time every night, staying out till six in the morning sometimes, you know, but I don't know. I'll be working till six in the morning. Oh, yeah. You still recording like that? Shit. Really? 
yeah, I make beats too. So like I'd be producing and shit. So I'm like, shit, I'm finna work my ass off. Like one thing about me, bro, I don't like just not doing shit. Like I feel like if I'm just getting high, bro, and not doing shit, bro, it's like I'm wasting my life away. Mm. And I feel like the universe don't need no wasted up space. Like <laughs> the universe need people that's gonna actually be contributing to it. Like you feel me? Right. And not devaluing it. I like the way that you came out, though, just because it's so easy to just fit in. And it's so like like it's it's better to get a ton of hate being yourself publicly to the world than to sort of coast by and have to sort of like hide shit that is who you are and everything. Like, I, I honestly think that, you know, that's really important. Yeah, it is. Because fuck, fuck being a fake version of yourself just to make the world happy. Yeah, be yourself, bro. Like people gonna love it, or they gonna or they gonna not like it. But at the end of the day, they gonna respect it. Those like, all right, he just been himself for real. Like he's not trying to be nobody else. So it's like we can't really be mad at him because he really just embracing himself. Like he finding himself. Like he's growing. He's still growing. Like, when you said femboys, is that that's your type? It's like if you were gonna if you're gonna fuck with a guy, it's got to be someone who's like presenting feminine. Yeah, you're like not you're not feminine, going for the the buff like the dude buff, or some shit. I mean. <laughs> I'm not I mean I like I like feminine I like feminine But You feel me That's what I like Honestly I like feminine I like transgenders I don't really like no Cause I'm masculine You feel me mm. You feel me So it's like But I know some of them Like me So Hey I ain't straying away from y'all Like you feel me Like it's love. Like, I love everybody. You feel me? So I ain't straying away from nothing, but, like, my particular type is femboys. Yeah. But I like I like what I like in general. Like, if I see something I like and it's, I'm attracted to it, like, it's just like, you feel me? It's that. It's not, not really no specific thing, but I definitely gravitate towards film, film, feminist, you know, and transgender, you know, stuff like that. Would you be more likely to end up in a relationship with a, a feminine dude or with a, a woman? Um, or is it equal? At the at this time, at the time I'm in right now, I'm not really looking for a relationship. But honestly, I don't really want to say that because it's like bias. It's gonna be like, damn, like it's kind of biased. So I don't want to really pick. No, I just love them. I just love both. Mm. You feel me? Like I just love the whole earth. Like it's shit art to me. Like it's shit. It's beautiful. Right. Were you in a relationship with a woman relatively recently? Because you were posting up with a girl a lot for a period of time, right? No, I wasn't in a relationship. No. Oh, okay. That was just an OnlyFans thing? That was like my friend. Oh, okay. You feel me? That's that's like the... I'm friends with females and shit. Like, I'm friends with a lot of females and shit. So, yeah, it was one of them type, type of vibes. Like, I rock with her. Got it. I've been rocking with her for years type of shit. Where do you stay at now? I stay in Vegas. Oh, in Vegas? Yeah. What do you do out there besides OnlyFans and music? OnlyFans and music, bro. Like I really, I'm a work, I'm workaholic, bro. I don't really want to have fun. I don't think it's time for me to do that right now. Like I feel like I gotta grind. I don't want to do nothing fun until I'm where I want to be in life. Shit, like it was at one point when I wasn't even smiling for real, bro. Like, cause I'm like, what the fuck am I smiling for? Like, you don't got enough money to smile. Not even money. Like, fuck the money, bro. I'm not where I need to be to smile. Like, you mm -hmm. feel me? I can have zero dollars in my pocket. You feel me? And I can be happy. But far as where I'm not wanting where I'm not wanting to be, bro, I I wanna be where I wanna be type of shit. Like 
I shouldn't be smiling, having fun, and just outside kicking it with other people. You feel me? And my shit ain't together and shit like that. Like, nah, that's just not me. Like, I'ma just wanna work, 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 work. And even when I get to where I'm going, I'ma still wanna work. I ain't gonna wanna have fun then. You gotta let yourself have fun sooner or later. Nah. You're gonna lose part of yourself. Trust me. I don't I've think been here. so, bro. I'm cool with being <laughs> a robot. Like, I'm fine with it. Right. I had that mentality for a long time, though. Like, I'm going to do the most podcasts. I'm going to grind the hardest. But I realized that it makes me worse at every other part of my life at the same time. My relationships with people, my employees, my friends, my girl. If I'm, like, in here too much and doing too much of the same thing, it just ultimately I feel like I need to, like, set boundaries and have balance so that I can be a better version of myself. Balance is important for sure. Balance yeah. Is important for sure. What do you do that just gives you that pure enjoyment of just being a human being whether it's like being outdoors or having a hobby or something like what what makes you feel that it's like being like a, a human being for real just yeah. being like normal uh, like a share probably grocery shopping really <laughs> <laughs> that's probably like i'm like grocery shopping i'm like and i'm vegan so it's like mm. you know i'm healthy just like just looking different shit like you know just seeing different shit in the grocery store like damn they got this they have mm. this type of option. Like, just, I'm different, bro. It's like, I'm not like a regular person. I'm I'm weird for real. Like, See, yeah, I lost I that, too. I come from where I come from, but I'm still, I'm still a different individual. Like, My girl Instacart's in all box. the food. Just because I'm from Chicago, <laughs> I don't want to be put in a box with. Right. Uh, like, yeah, I'm still an outstanding-ass person, individual. Like, I don't want to be put in that box like, oh, yeah, he from Chicago. He just on that shoot him up bang, bang shit. Mm. Like, no, like. I'm a musician at the end of the day. That's what I am. I'm here to make music and put it out there and let y'all hear. I'm telling my story, but just in my way and in my own cadence and in my own style. You feel me? So it's like, mm. Okay. I, have, I, I believe that after you came out on Twitter or whatever, that you probably had every fucking closeted hip-hop fans slash like every non-binary person in the fucking area just hollering at you i bet your dms were crazy yeah my dms kind of crazy <laughs> i wish i could just respond to all of them and shit like that i wish i could i wish i could respond to y'all i love y'all for showing me so much love but i i just can't respond to everybody i want to so bad but i just i can't but i do love y'all and i appreciate y'all for showing me love that y'all do but you feel me when did the OnlyFans come into the picture? The OnlyFans, like... Was that always part of the idea? Or was it just like, no, oh, you were bro. getting all this attention from I, posting the belly shirt picture? You're like, I got to make an OnlyFans. I didn't even fucking... Hold on. I already had an OnlyFans before because I was doing OnlyFans with this this girl. Mm. This girl named um, Angel. Shout out to Angel. Like, I fuck with her. Just, you know? But I was doing um, OnlyFans content with her and shit. And shit, basically... I just kept my OnlyFans after, you know, we had... um Stop filming. Yeah, stop seeing each other and stuff like that. So, and there was just that. So, I'm like, shit, I already got an OnlyFans, like... And I was already posting shit on Twitter, like, just my only... By myself, like, just, you know, solo content, you know, just solo shit. So, I'm like, shit. And it just picked up. So, it wasn't really, like, no OnlyFans. It wasn't, like, no shit that was already... Like, yeah, because Elephant in the Room. It was organic. Elephant in the room. You got a big ass dick. I mean, you know, like if anyone's gonna start OnlyFans, I feel like you, you got to be in the the top percentile. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
I'm not gonna say it like that. I'm just saying, but like, you gotta have. You I mean anybody, any all shapes and sizes? Because I see, I ain't gonna lie. I see on Twitter. I see a lot of people. It don't matter like any shape, any size. Like people just doing this shit with their girlfriends and shit like that. It's like it's becoming like a thing, like mm. where you can actually like do this shit with your significant other. So it's like it don't really matter about the size. It just it just matter about how you doing it, how you. And how serious you taking it for real? What do you think the breakdown is between guys and girls who subscribe to your OnlyFans from what you can tell? Um, Like, rephrase that question for me. Like, do you think you have more guy fans or girl fans? For sure, guy fans. For okay. Sure. Interesting. You talking about far as OnlyFans? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Mostly guys, for sure. Because when I was talking to uh, Zay Hilfiger on here, he was talking about how... He wasn't planning on doing all this crazy zesty shit, and then he's his fans just kept asking for it over and over and over, and it became like. And, and when I, I talked to a, a straight male porn star the other day who mentioned that that like his DMs on OnlyFans are like all gay dudes trying to get him to do gay shit, and he got to just hold the line because he don't want to do that because it's not him, and but it's like kind of tempting, you know. He gotta do it, bro. Do it, bro. You're gonna love it, bro. <laughs> Just do it. Ain't nothing wrong with it, bro. It's like you living your life, bro. You got to experience new shit and do new things, bro. There's nothing wrong with experiencing new shit, bro. It's so you think I'm wrong. I'm not living my full potential because I never tried doing shit with a dude? I mean, don't you have sex with your wife in the ass, right? Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. You're experiencing that shit. A female you, ass, You got yeah. a wife, so it's yeah. like it's different for you. Like, I don't want to speak too much about your situation. She would be a little surprised if I hit her with that plot twist. I be live a little, man. <laughs> I mean, Maybe live I should. A little, man. Go fuck somebody in the ass. I fucked my girl yesterday on camera with another chick wearing a strap on. Word. So that was new to me. Yeah, that's hard. You know, a little something yeah, new. That's hard. So what's she doing? Did she fuck um in the ass? No, nah, she was just fucking her in the vagina with the strap on while we were, like, going back and forth and everything, you know? Okay, cool, cool. cool. Yeah, that's cool. Um... Okay, so it probably was a big ass drop on then. Yeah, it was solid. <laughs> Actually, honestly, it was a. You it, know, some girls don't like they don't like that anal when it's like a like when it's your shit. Like, bro, it's crazy. Like, oh yeah. Some girls they don't really like. You feel me? They like it, but you gotta just be gentle with it. Oh I yeah. I hear yeah. a lot of stories. I watch your interviews a lot too, and I I just hear a lot of stories. Like people gotta just be more gentle about mm -hmm. it. Like just take your time. Females, ladies, is is nice. It's just the person y'all are dealing with. You don't know how to be gentle. You gotta just be gentle with it. It's like a gentle part of their body. There, so. There's millions of females walking the face of the earth talking about how they can't ever do anal because the first time they Some tried girls it, girls love anal. Most right. girls love anal. But because the first time they tried it, the dude just went straight for it. He didn't finger it. He didn't like warm it up. He didn't use lube. He didn't get it ready. And it's like in reality. You cannot be in like a crazy rush if you're trying to do anal. No. You got to get that booty ready. Yeah, you got to get that booty ready for sure. Yeah, oil it up, grease it up, you know. Yeah, but also there are women who I I think are not built for anal. Like their butthole just ain't. And, I mean, and there's I, some I, women who it's it's nothing. <laughs> it's like easier than doing vaginal. I met girls like that. It's kind of insane, hard to I imagine. Mean, I never met any girl. Every girl I met, they was like, and they was intact. <laughs> it was intact for sure. for sure. I never had no um, issues around that area. Yeah, 
That's good. <laughs> <laughs> how do you meet chicks at this point in your life, though? Um, or or, I don't really or meet. men? How, how do you how do you meet people in general? Bro, I don't really meet people. I'm really like a quiet dude. Like I'm really like a to myself person. Like I'm really like if I know you, I knew you for a long time for real. Uh-huh. It's like I don't really like. You know, I'm not opposed to not meeting new people. I, well, I, I'm cool with it, but it's like, I just be, to myself, I be working a lot. So I don't really have time to, like, go out and, like, meet new people or stuff like that. I just be in the house, like, working, like, making beats 24-7, hella beats 24-7, you know, recording. Who have you had rap on your beats in recent memory? Anything good, though? No, I didn't I didn't really start dishing them out yet, bro. Oh, okay. I didn't really start dishing them out. Cause um I got I got like an idea like I can send a few beats out I'm but I'm like hey you got can I see your letter bro yeah um like a few um I got like a few ideas but it's like mm-hmm, yeah cause I want to rap on them I want to like let the world know like my shit hard first right before I try to like send them I want to like yeah wop shit hard his beats kind of hard like I fuck with his shit like I want them to gravitate towards me kind of before I try to like go towards them so it's like I'm actually like yeah I need you to fuck with me on this shit like you know I'm I'm just different bro I just know how shit go right you know and I don't, I'm just wanna just I want that shit to be, to be organic for real Definitely. I want everything just to be organic like cause I, I just know when you just doing shit and you're on the right path shit just tend to you know fall in place for real Definitely. I mean, I think you have a good heart and you're a good person overall. So I feel like I, appreciate that. I could definitely see a, a Lil Wop resurgence in the near future. Oh, uh, yeah. But I also feel like you probably, you make a lot of money on OnlyFans, would you say? Like you're very comfortable? Mm, I'm broke. <laughs> shit. Fair enough. I'm broke. <laughs> right. I mean, you got some cool pants on and shit. I don't think you're too broke, but. I mean, these don't mean nothing. I. These ball man, I'm like I'm finna go fuck with Adam. If I wasn't finna come fuck with you, bro, I probably would have been in some sweats or some shorts or some shit, bro. I'll be chilling. I'm a chill, cozy type of guy. But you can be cozy. You just when you pop out as a rapper, you gotta get fresh, right? As a rapper, I be cozy all the time, bro. I live in Vegas, so mm. it's like, you know, it's just cool, it's super cool. The environment is zen, like it's just chill. So I just like chill. I be on chill. You ain't on the strip. I mean, I've been, I did that. Like, I really like ran through the strip. I've been all through Vegas. I had my time on the strip, like, right. and I was there a lot. Like, but if you really live in Vegas, there comes a point where you just stop being on the strip or in the casinos. I think, like, unless you really got something to do there, like people just they, they live in fucking Henderson or whatever, and they never think about going over <laughs> to the strip, right? I, yeah, I, yeah, for sure. Um, I did the strip already, though. I did that. Um, yeah. That's like me. I ain't going to Hollywood Boulevard. You was, you did that. I've done it enough to know that it's like not something I need in my life, but especially once you're like known too, where it's like I'm not going there. There's fucking crazy ass homeless people and shit there. You know, beat my ass. I love you, Adam. The homeless love Adam. True, true. <laughs> Although I'm out here dissing him, I don't know. Um, I think I saw a homeless person in um, a no jumper shirt on the way here. I believe it. <laughs> if you're homeless and you need some no jumper merch, hit me up. It's like a billboard. 
Why not? I'm sure. A lot, I think a lot of brands have done that over the years. <laughs> you see me over here with this. He's struggling, man. I've, I don't think I've ever seen anyone light their joint as many times as you have already on this. It's crazy because I'll be seeing, I'll be watching like interviews and shit. I'll be seeing motherfuckers just lighting their shit. They don't even really be smoking they shit yeah. for real. Well, sometimes it used to be because the AC was blasting in this direction, but now I don't think it is. Yeah, that's why I really don't like smoking interviews. I'm like, I don't want to be that guy that's just doing this in the interview. But uh, look at me, I'm that guy. The older I get, when I watch people smoke in interviews, a lot of times it feels like they're kind of just showing off the fact that they're good at smoking weed. I don't even know. I don't think I'm a good weed smoker. I don't know if I'm a good weed smoker. I don't think you I am. You tell me. I don't think I, I am. I'm going to hit it for You tell me if I'm, do I look cool? I look cool or I look lame? No, you look pretty cool. Pretty yeah, solid hit right there. I'm yeah. cool. You're a cool guy. Yeah, sure. That's the goal. <laughs> Just to be cool at all times. <laughs> nah, but you watch somebody, if they're doing an interview and they're smoking a, a three gram backwood and they're just fucking taking the biggest, craziest hits, blowing it out their nose and shit, sometimes I'll be sitting there thinking like, wow, this guy is so good at smoking weed. But they know that. They know that they're showing off while they're doing it. You know, it's cool. People got their skills. You got to showcase them, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Showcase your skills, man. <laughs> Everything is skill, man. That's real. When you think about it, for real, for real. So who do you keep in touch with in the rap game? Who's your rap homies that you actually still speak to a bunch? Mm, like I said, bro, um, I'm like a quiet person. Like it's, I, got, I ain't going to say I ain't got no rap friends. I do. But I'm just like a quiet person. And I think I think they know that already. They're like, mm. well, I'm just somewhat being WAP, just being quiet, just being him, just. On some, doing some wop shit. So I just be really chill. Do you have anybody diss you that you were pissed off about, or or anyone that you like fell out with in in regards to all that shit? No, bro. Really? No, I ain't fall out with nobody. To my knowledge, to my knowledge, I didn't. Mm -hmm. And nobody dissed me. I ain't. I never, like I ain't received nothing for real. I heard about shit out here where dudes who are like from gangs and shit they get exposed or that whatever, and it's. A, it's the biggest thing. They're like kicked out the gang and like people don't fuck with them and they got to fight somebody or whatever. I'm just like, damn, that's terrible. In this day and age. Some people got, you know, they share structure a different way. You feel me? Mm. Structure is key though. So you got to respect structure. But at the end of the day, you know, I'll just be chilling. For sure. Hey, you dropping anything new that we need to know about? Anything on the horizon? Um... I'm just basically just making music at this point. I'm just I ain't gonna say I'm dropping some anything soon, but I'm just making music, making beats, just experimenting, trying different things. It's just you feel me? Just doing different things in music. I've been listening to a lot of old hip hop. Mm. I just been tapping into the music room. I've been like heavy, like heavy, 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 heavy. Definitely. I'm tapping into that for real. For sure. I gotta go grab my kid. But uh Thanks for sitting down with me. It was a good time. Appreciate catching up after all these years. I appreciate it, bro. Appreciate yeah. you for having me, bro. No doubt. Gucci. I'm about to put that on the car. Gucci. <laughs> Gucci. 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 Yeah, play that shit. That was that banger. You need to have my new shit. Bro. I, I wish I could play my too. new shit for you, bro. Like, Damn. All right. Send me some shit. My <laughs> man. You, Lil Wop. No Jumper. Coolest podcast in the world. Check us out on YouTube, TikTok, Patreon, etc. We're high. You're probably high. I'm balling like an athlete, but got no jumper. There it is. Bitch. Appreciate y'all. <laughs>